Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. When Can I Quit My Job? Episode 22. Welcome to another episode of When Can I Quit My Job? I am Noah, joined as always by my lovely wife, Liz. Hey there. And today we're talking again about the whole point of this podcast. Oh, what would that be? When can I quit my job? Hmm, and why do you bring this up? Well, not too long ago, we announced my date, my projected quit date, if you remember. I remember. And it turns out that was a lie. What? Yes. <gasps> so I regret not keeping the quit heads more up to date on things and letting them be the first to know. But officially, I have quit my job. Woo! Woo! <laughs> it's a good thing. This is a good thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And my last day was Monday. So episodes come out on Mondays if you haven't figured that trend out yet. But so and wednesdays sometimes bonus episodes i try to get out on wednesdays yeah or part twos whatever so so this will be about a almost a week old when they hear it right that's right yeah so today you're listening to us now welcome yeah from the past um so (laughs) yep monday was my last day so today was officially my second day working for myself and so i guess the discussion that we have is what does that mean and why do we do it so why did you decide to do it early you mean yeah 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 and we had a discussion about this beforehand it was a family decision so what i told you is that i consider myself a logical person and i heavily persuaded by logical arguments and i guess there's a handful of things that went into this so part of it was the logical conclusion of the reasons i was quitting my job at the end of june if i were to be honest with myself and be logically consistent and truly believe the reasons I was giving myself that it was okay to quit in June. If you follow those reasons logically, it really suggests that I should quit as soon as I can. So some of those reasons are, well, first off, as I mentioned in another episode, when we first set out on this journey and we were talking about getting to a point where I could actually quit my job or we could quit our jobs, I laid down some numbers. And as I mentioned, we achieved those numbers as of last month, which is a three month average, I think of like $3,500, never going below $3,000 or something like that. And that's in profit in or... No, that's in income. We, so, okay. We may have hit that Kind of profit. like profit, but okay. So an income. It's gross. So, it's gross, not net. Okay. So. Oh, I thought you meant personal income that you would pay yourself when you just said not. Yes, but okay. income isn't profit because we paid money for those. Okay. So, but yeah. So that's, that's one checkbox. The other is we'd gotten to a point where just me thinking about it logically and how much time I put into work, which, you know, on average it's just 40 hours a week, but then there's commuting which makes it closer to 50 hours a week because i have like a 
40 minute drive to and from work and the amount of time effort and mental drain and just all those factors combined means that there's x amount of time effort and activity that i can't put into our business and we had reached a threshold where i am pretty certain that by me continuing to stay at my job it would be a net loss to our income as a family because really all I have to do with the land business to make up for my lost salary at my job is sell I'd say one and a half properties extra a month or one property at a good return rate so if I can take that 50 hours extra week of course I'm not investing it 100% onto the business but it does free up my time I think right now I'm going to try to close to double or at least time and a half the effort we were putting into our business and you know averaging three sales a month over the last three months I believe that should be enough to increase it to four sales a month at least and that in and of itself would justify me quitting my job and and on top of that I mean instant improvement in general happiness and well-being and all that kind of stuff as a instant side effect yeah well you had talked about how i think with some of the stuff that happened earlier this year like Mm -hmm. oh yeah giving you a super hard time for getting time off or taking time off so that like i think when i was under investigation when you were under federal investigation that (laughs) didn't help i mean so that really ignited it a lot but then i think aside from that when the dust settled from that I don't think you harbored any like bad feelings like based on that that's like kind of an isolated thing because you're just yeah. not really like that but there was a general since trend then, it was troubling and annoying yeah well and then you were starting to like you said think logically about it mm-hmm. and rather than feeling grateful for your job you were right. feeling I think almost extra burdened and yeah what's the opposite maybe there's, of a, there's a lot uh, is there an opposite opposite word? of grateful is resentful I think that might be the word then because for a long time even though it wasn't your dream job and your Mm -hmm. ending job that you were going to retire from Mm -hmm. you knew it was a really great job to have and it afforded you daily exercise daily mental exercise like Mm -hmm. yeah like hours upon hours to learn about things through the podcast Mm -hmm. and through audiobooks but i think that finally just switched to kind of the more resentful feeling and then that was a big red flag for you yeah well and because i've recently come to the understanding of just how important being grateful for things is for growth and for wealth and for happiness and i was very grateful for my job for a very long time even though i didn't want to have it forever it just afforded me so many things like you were Mm -hmm. saying yeah you were grateful for it i was and i tried to maintain that as long as i could and still i wrestle a bit with the fact that toward the end i wasn't as grateful for it because really job didn't change i have changed but i don't know what it was because i feel like i've been changing to be able to be more grateful for more things so maybe it was just i think it had to do with the logical conclusion part that That started to become more and more clear after we hit the three consecutive months of Mm -hmm. success that we wanted to see yeah and then i think from that point is when you really started to have to weigh whether it was worth your time to stay there and then it became more and more clear to you that so i think i know what you're saying about it seems like almost opposite like you should be more grateful because you're learning to be more grateful yeah but also this is something you've worked hard to and you wanted you also wanted to eventually leave right 
and even just by hosting a podcast called when can i quit my job i've planted that seed in my head of when can i quit my job and yeah you know and really having a strong vision of the future and like you know having my days planned out and what i was going to do and what gym i was going to join and like just having that clear vision of the future and looking so forward to that Mm -hmm. made it harder and harder for me to give my time up for something that wasn't going to create the prosperous future and i mean it was going to help obviously but like for that for my current job for me i maybe that was the turning point the switch in my head is when that i conceived of the fact that it may be detracting from our future successes yeah and for you that's a big thing because you're very futuristic so right it makes sense and i think you will still always be grateful for having had the job at the post office i don't think that saying that you were starting to feel resentful means that that's how you're walking away from it and i think that's important no yeah it was the best job I ever had and it in large part helped me to find what I wanted to do with my life so I'll be forever grateful for that for sure uh in in diminishing ways I mean each job I had before that led to that job so you know and I picked up skills along the way so I'm really grateful for all the jobs I've had yeah for smaller reasons but this one in particular is yeah it helped helped me and you and I gestate this idea that's going to give birth to a greater life (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) Uh, but might be the only ever time I just say you never know you never know yeah but so two other things that tie into this that I want to discuss one how can this be useful to somebody listening and two what does it mean for the podcast oh right because our listeners might think it's over when can I quit my job and now you're quitting wrong (laughs) (laughs) that's my that's my lame Donald Trump but um so I guess let's talk about how it can be useful so okay is there anything that we've already just said that you could find instructive to somebody oh yeah well so of course we didn't really talk about this prior it's always mostly on the spot when we do these podcasts so Mm -hmm. I I feel like I have to quickly think about maybe people we've had conversations with like our actual friends or imaginary conversations that I would have with someone who wants to quit their job okay I mean do you already have some ideas so I guess I would say while we've only been doing this podcast since the end of January I think keep in mind that that we have been doing our business for a year and a half and we have even though it's pretty recent I'll grant we have started to build a track record of success so I would say if you feel that transition from gratefulness and maybe you never had the gratefulness but if you feel the resentfulness towards your job I would say that's not enough to make the transition into working for yourself. It has to be a joint venture between the statistics and your feelings. Okay. So that's the instructive part that you would... That's like if maybe you have, more along the sides of If you have a student a, quit head in front of you. Yes. And they're like, yeah. master, when do I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm by no means the master, although I guess <laughs> I did just take step one. But at least for me, you know, and I'm... I'm still kind of giddy and you know I and I think probably most of our friends and family if they're not highly skeptical they're at least surprised that we took this step as early as we did and well I won't hold back discussing like 
numbers of sales and profits and things like that with anybody if they ask but not everybody knows like what we've done in terms of sales and stuff like that yeah but so someone could be in the exact same situation as me and i might look at them and be like well you shouldn't do it yet so it's hard to say just because i'm in that like cloud right now of transitioning and yeah. working for myself for the first time ever but as someone who quit two days ago and still has a check coming in the mail that's the semblance of advice that i can put together is that not even though i was talking about my feelings and how that kind of drove me don't forget about the numbers too which may be more important because everybody probably gets resentfulness towards their job from time to time and everybody you know has those emotions and you have to really build that framework to be able to support yourself when you do make that move and i think that's what we've spent i mean even though we started this we started really investing into this company like actually doing it and mailing letters and making offers and things like that a year and a half ago. I I mean, we had been researching this for probably six months before that. And I had been researching, investing in land, real estate and things like that for probably another six months before that and had been just like exploring different options for a really long time. So while it seems like everything's happened in a whirlwind for us, it really is based on a foundation of education and now based on a foundation of production. So that's my caveat, I guess. Fair enough. So and through that long explanation, where did were you able to come up with anything? Well, I was just thinking about how you said, you know, the numbers are important just now, but it made me think back to another podcast where mm-hmm. the feeling, not for the resentment feeling, but like the confidence feeling really has mm-hmm. to be there because oh, sure. you had said something in a previous episode that even if the numbers had been there, if your gut feeling wasn't in line with it you probably still wouldn't be there like right so not that you're going back on your word but i do think that you have to have that dual component of the right and some well, semblance of the numbers but yeah i don't know the confidence i guess sure yeah to do it like the i would say even the butterflies well <laughs> I, don't know. I would say even faith as yeah. in like i say faith because it's like i know it will happen and i know it will happen because i will make it happen happen one way or another i'm not gonna give up i'm not gonna become homeless we found something that works and it works to the level that i put my energy into it and if i put that energy into it knowing that it will work it will work so i call it faith because it's more of a knowledge than like a belief so yeah and then i guess there's a third component if you're not on your own if you're in a family that i brought this idea to you before i i acted upon it and you know we had a family discussion so do you want to give me your perspective on that on how the discussion went and your feelings and things well it was i think a pretty quick discussion because you'd already floated the idea about like just being done early yeah but mostly just in passing like it might have come out of your mouth a couple times like yeah i should just quit now kind of a thing that and like yeah and or i would say like when i quit in june if i can make it that long or something yeah so in a way you had planted the seed a little bit Mm -hmm. but i don't know i think it was an easy conversation because i knew you were ready and i knew it was gonna make you happier and i knew it would give you so much more time to work on the business that had already been doing well enough like as well as we needed it to for the three months yeah so i don't know plus i mean i know you and i have a really solid strong relationship well and marriage so 
Right. Honestly, I mean, I almost don't remember it that much other than mm-hmm. I, you came to me and asked and I'm pretty sure I was just like, fine, like, uh, it's okay, go for it. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Do you remember anything else specific from it? Because Well, I remember just being convinced it was the right thing at the right time and I thought I would get the response I did from you, but I wasn't going to make a decision by myself. And so, no, it was just great. I just said basically like a shorter version of what I said at the beginning of this episode like the more I think about it the more it makes sense that for all the reasons that I want to quit my job in June really actually mean I should quit my job as soon as I can well I know we can do it and I just wanted your support and yeah. I've, I've said this to you before that I feel like I don't know if this is a good analogy or not but this is what I feel like that me by myself like with this business and like most endeavors I feel like I have a single single barrel jetpack on my back and then when I have your support it's like I have a double barrel jetpack on my back so like things can go really well with one jetpack, but then it can also go sideways and go up and down and stuff like that. But it just like it gives the stability and just makes you fly straighter and go farther faster. So like I don't want to make any major decisions or take any major steps without your support. And it just makes it go that much easier and work out that much better. So it was a great feeling. It was great to think that you were going to be okay with it. And when you gave me the okay, it was just awesome. So so any more thoughts on that? Any more instructive things we can give? I don't know. I feel like we almost will have to have any like a follow-up episode just because it's so new. Yeah. And maybe we're missing things that... That we don't see in hindsight yet. Yeah. So... Yeah. I will tell you one thing I did previous was I printed off my daily schedule for work. Not just work, actually. A couple other things. Like because I was at the post office and I was active and stuff like that. What tends to happen with people with jobs like that, they quit and they get fat. And I have had fluctuating weight over my life and things like that. So I know for sure that would happen to me if I just sat on the couch all day. So I knew what gym I was going to join. I scheduled the days and the times I'm going to go there. And then we have a treadmill desk for our work computer. So I am walking for between three and four hours a day. Uh, is the plan and so like having that structure in place for me so it's not just giving me total loose rain over my day where I can dabble in and out of work and get lost in Facebook or Netflix or stupid stuff like that so it was important to me to have like a set work schedule for myself before we started and even today I like didn't hold to it exactly but this week is kind of like a structure building week before making sure I'm 100% accurate on it but yeah, well, like you had to actually join the gym and go there. And yeah, and that took that. time. Yeah. So, I mean, that happened right. today, the second day. Yeah. Um, so I guess I can give yeah. updates on all that kind of yeah. stuff, but that was something that was important to me. Yeah. And then as far as this podcast goes, I don't think there's much to say other than... I mean, we're still going to be going, aren't yeah, we? we are going. Yeah, we're going. There's no end in sight. Okay. So, one, I think it's fun. Yeah. It is sometimes difficult to find the time to do it. Now that'll be easier. It'll be easier, yeah. And then editing it and stuff like that. Like, I've done it myself some. I've outsourced that a little bit, but I do enjoy it. I think it's fun. And I mean, I think it would be really cool if like we did this until, for instance, let's say we become millionaires. Um, I thought you were going to say till I quit my job. Nope. Still doing it. No, I'm. I, you mean we'll be millionaires before I quit my job? No. <laughs> That's what I mean. I think we'll continue after you quit your job. So one, that probably sounds stupid to people who've, maybe it sounds stupid, maybe it doesn't, I don't know, who are 
quit head listeners are and what their thoughts and beliefs are but i believe there's no reason we can't be successful enough at this to become millionaires at it and you know that might sound pie in the sky head in the clouds kind of thing but or mic drop mic drop that's what i was thinking but oh like when we actually like today we hit a million dollars yeah like podcast over bitches I mean, really, if you think about it, that could be, let's see, what would that be? You could do 50 deals, which is less than one a week. And if you were able to make an average of $20,000 profit on it, you can make a million dollars in a year. And I think you can make $20,000 profit on the kind of things we do. So that's not far-fetched at all. Like we, our goal is to hit 50 sales this year. It's just, we don't have the capital to buy the properties that would net us $20,000 a piece yet. So, and actually it's even easier than what we're doing because you go through title companies, which means you don't have to do your own due diligence and the type of buyers you attract are more reliable and will actually, you know, won't default and will actually pay you. So like it's doing a million dollar version of our business is easier than what we're doing now, if you can imagine. Whoa. Yeah. And, well, and plus one sale would pay for all your expenses for the company for the year. Like I let's doubt we do I, it. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. We should start tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, sorry if is there more you were going to say on that. No, no, go, go ahead. I was just going to ask you, maybe you don't know this or have this answer, but as far as the future of the podcast, because of mm-hmm. it being called, when can I quit my job? Yeah. I mean, what do you anticipate we're going to talk about? Well, like maybe for the next year or for the rest of the year. Well, um, so we tie in the, some of the more woo woo type stuff from every now and then anyway, like kind of like philosophy of money and things like that, which we can always do. And we can also tie in like our business numbers and how we're doing, but like the quarterly reviews and all of that yeah, kind that of a type thing. Of stuff. Yeah. And I think it will keep the focus on the idea of being able to quit your job through different investment strategies and delve into different maybe strategies here and there. Oh, we're also going to do interviews probably starting not too long oh, from now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got yeah, I don't know. a handful of people lined up for those. And I've fallen through too on like trying to schedule those because I know yeah. I've spoken to at least one person about scheduling an interview. I think yeah, we have so at least we'll... like three or four people lined yeah, up. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, me too. So you guys and then, will listen, get some fresh voices on here. Yeah. And then the other thing is talking about the successes and failures of actually having quit my job and retroactively looking back and said oh maybe i should have done this or that before i quit or i learned this and maybe i would suggest doing this before you quit or to prepare to quit so we'll have both sides of the the story arc represented because you'll be at your job trying to quit yours and i will have quit yeah okay probably i'd say pretty close to on the cusp of being very risky when i quit my job so i uh, there might be some very tangible lessons for people in there yeah. So, Probably not I mean, so I, tangible. You got to go work for the post office. N- no, that won't ever happen. I know. Uh, <laughs> no. no, I th- I mean, we'll be good one way or the other, even just because of our reserves that we have, but we'll be good anyway. We're getting ready to buy. I think I'm going to buy four properties this week. We were down to two properties and now we'll be back up to 10. And that was within like maybe a month or something. Yeah. And I mean, just for instance, like I said earlier, the four properties I'm buying like next week, hopefully could i think will earn us probably ten thousand dollars profit is that what i said or did i say 20 oh you told me 10 10 okay well yeah it should be more than 10 probably like 10 or eleven thousand dollars and that's just profit i mean so that's about three or four months worth of working at the post office anyway i feel like if there's time i need to mention that you cut your hair oh yeah well now people are gonna know that our our icon is now 
false advertising. I made yeah, that but icon. It's so epic. My haircut. Hair, yeah. Mm. I mean, it was like two years more. Yeah, probably a little growth? more than two years. Yeah. So first you had a the, by and the, the way, beard. That, the image is not like a, a what's her name Ray from. It's not a double bun. It's just a bun with like hair hanging <laughs> out of the bottom. I in, don't in the think icon. people are thinking that. Okay. But someone asked me. Oh really? Yeah. Oh well. No. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Um. Yeah. But as far as this like transformative process, it's almost like you're shedding your cocoon. Like mm, first you had mm-hmm. first the beard went. So for all you listeners who actually know Noah in real life, he had the long hair and the long beard. Mm-hmm. And the beard all went away. Mm-hmm. And it was just the, the long hair, like a little past your shoulders. Yeah, it was and probably... Long enough for a high ponytail or a bun. It was pretty far. It was probably four or five inches past my shoulders. Oh, well. Anyway, maybe down yeah. your back. But today, all gone. <laughs> Clippers. Yeah. Super, super short. Yeah. No facial hair. But I got a plan for my next hair yeah. growth but experiment. But anyway, it was a big thing. People I, who knew him. I quit him. my job. I quit my beard. I quit my long hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I joined uh, the gym. Yeah, and you joined the gym. <laughs> Same old Noah. New and <laughs> New improved. <and> approved. <laughs> so, yeah. Gotta just talk about the hair. Yeah. Very transformative week. Very. I think that's a good place to wrap. Do you have anything else to add? No. Just looking forward to the next time yeah thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next monday thanks for listening to when can i quit my job please remember to support the show by visiting when can i quit my job show.com and clicking the patreon and amazon links also subscribe rate and review the show on itunes find us on facebook instagram and twitter tell your friends about us Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.